0: Just about 10 minutes ago on the TV, I was talking about, there's no free lunches. (laughs) (laughs) It's not true. We have free lunches in here. First question. Some of us are allergic to incense. Is it possible not to burn an incense in a meditation hall? I think the question is just like, uh, some of us are allergic to peanuts butter or some of us are allergic to oil. If you are allergic, you have to be alert on, about your environment. It's just like when you, if you're allergic to, uh, to peanuts, then make sure that when you go to a restaurant, you make sure that the peanut is not in the food, or you have to stay away from it. So if, you, if, if, if you're allergic to incense, make sure that you don't stay close to the incense. I think the hall is big enough that you can stay at a corner we're only burning one incense and some people they're not allergic to incense, they like incense um, they, have, they, they have the opinion that if they burn an incense it gives them the spiritual lift up they, 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 they like it. It, it, it's more spiritual um, by burning an incense it's just like we have incense burner, people like when people come to the temple, if they don't burn an incense, it, 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 to them, it, it seems that they haven't done something right. But it is, of course, it's a habitual, it's a habitual thinking. It's a, it has become a habit. Why don't we go by the majority? The democratic rule is to go by the majority. If the majority of people are allergic to incense, then the majority prevail minority. Isn't that the case always in the democratic country? We go by the majority rule. How many people are well, if I ask that question, then we identify who is the questioner. So anyway, um, if why don't we do it this way? If you are allergic to the incense, the first remedy is to, is to stay away from it. Go to the corner of meditation hall. The second is why don't you write, write a, a list of all the people who are allergic to incense? If we have a, a class of 50 people and 26 of them come up with, with a list of 26 people allergic to incense then we stopped because we have 50 plus 1% more majority shareholder. Alright why don't you come up with a list? Next question. Dear Albert, what in your opinion are the major commonalities between uh, Buddhism and major faith systems, such as the Arabic, Abrahamic faith, Islam, Judaism, Christianity. That requires a PhD paper to answer that question. But <laughs> well, the differences between all the different faiths, and I can, I can give you an answer within a few minutes. It takes up a whole dissertation of comparison between religions. I think a religion should deal with the world in two dimensions, at least. Your present and the future. At present, if you go by this religion, it should give you uh, the temporary happiness, or it should build up a happy life for you. It should lead you to a life that is memorable, that is peaceful, lead to a life that is more or less happy and meaningful. It should lead you to, to, to carry on a meaningful life from the perspective of the present. From the perspective of the future, we go more deep into it, it's afterlife. So a religion should deal with two sides the present life and the afterlife, unless... I guess all religions have an afterlife. They may not have a previous life. Why? Because almost every religion say, when you die, you go to heaven. When you die, you're going to come to us. Very few religions would say, when you die, that's it, no more of you. Very few religions would do it like that. They always give you the idea that if you believe in that religion, in your afterlife, you'll be in heaven. you'll come to me, or you'll come to a place that is peaceful. There's always an afterlife connotation in there. But of course, the present life should be more important in this case. So if you ask me the common, how common it is, it should deal with an afterlife. Uh, some, people, some people may not be interested in afterlife. Why would I have to be interested in afterlife? I don't know about afterlife, after this life. As long as as I'm happy in this life, why do I care about afterlife? I don't know my afterlife anyway. That approach is not practical. uh, Because everything has causation. If you think that the future life or afterlife doesn't count, does not matter, you would do anything you want in this world. Just to seek happiness. You don't care about others. Your attitude is, why do I care? As long as I'm happy, I don't have a. When this life is up, I don't have a present life. I don't have to be responsible for what I do today or in this life because I don't have the future life. So I can kill, I can steal, I can do whatever I want, I can commit sexual misconduct, I can make as much money as I want, I want fame, reputation, and all this make me happy, and then I don't care by what means I do them, as long as I make myself happy, because what counts is this life? No No afterlife. That is a criminal's approach to life. But you forget about causation. Of course you forget about in the present life, you may have to suffer because of what you have done. So when you ask me the the major common uh, commonalities or the differences, um, I would say most of them deal with also with afterlife. In some religions, you can come to heaven uh, when you have done this for me. If you you have done this for God, you can come to heaven. If you haven't done this for God, you cannot come to heaven. Well, of course, who is wrong and who is right? uh, You have to exercise your own judgment. I'm not here to say what you should believe in. Um, you, should, you should have more wisdom to discern what is right and what is wrong. If you haven't got it, then you should listen more about it. But in, uh, the, the, the difference between Buddhism and other religions is, the Buddhist teaching said uh, about a God concept. There are so many gods not just one God. In the Buddhist teaching, God is just uh, a certain level of existence. They are guardian angels. They are at a higher level. We have 28 heavens. 28 levels. We are at a level that we are humans but there are different levels of existence. Maybe more and more the scientists find out more about different levels strata of the world. Have you seen that movie E.T.? He came from a different world. But you believe, do, do you believe that there are other, other living, other existential living in other areas? There may be. There are, there, 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 there are higher level beings than us. Some people refer to those as gods. You create your own god in you. You have the god in you. There's no, don't look for the god outside of you. The God is within you. Uh, Can hear? What why, is it? Why is it so easy to remain unconscious? Yeah. And yet so difficult, or appears difficult, to focus a monkey mind. Um, it is very difficult to focus because, first of all, our mind is working incessantly; uh, it's non-stop. That's why we compare it to a monkey. Um, it would never stop. Um, it will only stop when you're in a coma. Um, even when you're sleeping, it's not stopping. Because you have dreams. You have dreams. Your you dream, you're creating images in your dream. so your mind is non-stop. Non-stop, so we compare it to a monkey, it never stops. Um, it, it, every thought goes so fast that uh, you may not even notice it. When a thought of greediness comes out, you may not notice it. When a thought of a desire for sexual misconduct comes out, you may not notice it. When a thought of selfishness comes out, you may not notice it. A thought has so many levels to it. The first level is, it, the thought comes out in, in a very blurring way. Um, like, for example, a woman sees a, a, a handsome guy, for example. And he, oh, there's, there's, a, there's a handsome guy. Oh, that guy is good. So all of a sudden, when your eyes contact the sexy guy, that concept comes up in you. It's uncontrollable. The monkey has gone out to, the, the monkey has gone out to, to get a glimpse of, of, that, of that sexy guy. Now that is a very blurry, a very not clear uh, thought. And then the second thought can continue. Oh, gee, if he's my boyfriend, that would be good. How can I get to know him? Or, oh, he's he's, he's, he's also driving a Ferrari, too. (laughs) That guy's rich. Rich and handsome and, 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 and good. That's the kind of boyfriend I like. Your second thought perpetuates in a continuous way. That's the second thought. And then your third thought. And that guy drives away. That thought disappears. and then you have another thought. Oh, forget <laughs> it. I mean, this maybe he's filthy rich. I mean, all your thought goes for guy for, for a person who, who who practices the Buddhist teaching. You know what he was? He would what kind of thought? He still would come up with that sexy thought. Oh, that guy is sexy. Oh, it's it's, it's a handsome guy. Well, that guy is driving him before. He's rich. Oh no, oh no, I shouldn't have this greedy in, in my mind. Uh, don't look at, don't judge on appearance alone. Uh, then your, your true thought comes in to dominate. Because you learn what is right and what is wrong. You learn how to control it. You don't, you don't perpetuate the thought on. So you, you know how to control yourself. You know how to explain it. And for instance, if you're going for a Christmas gift during Christmas season, and you want a diamond ring for your girlfriend. And you look at the diamond ring, and then somehow the shopkeeper turns his head around, and he's, he's being stupid, and he's not noticing you, and you say, wow, well, I can always pocket one or two, because I got four in here. So that thought of greediness comes up to you. And then this thought perpetually and say, okay, maybe I should talk some more, distract that guy, and let me see if I can get it for free. So you perpetuate a thought of greediness until you actually perform the criminal act of stealing. That thought continues, perpetuates, like a mara, like a devil, onto you. On the other hand, the guy who, who practices the Buddhist teaching, oh, I got this ring, oh, yeah, I like it. this guy is stupid he he put so many diamond rings in here i can i can take any one i want if he's not noticing it no i shouldn't be doing it i i don't want to steal anything it's wrong it's criminal it's not right to do it that thought comes in to stop you so you see the difference between a monkeying mind that keeps on monkeying and a mind a monkeying mind that's under control that's what we're learning you're unconscious of yourself, so you don't want that monkey mind forever going on to do wrong things. You want to pull that monkey mind and set it in the right place, and that's how the Buddhist teaching, in in a, in a very general scale, not going too much into detail yet. Of course, there's detail. It trains you how to get your mind under control. Then somebody will say, okay, if I get my mind under control, how does it help me? If you always get your mind under control, that means you're always unfocused. You always be doing the right thing. You always can concentrate. You don't lose all your thought. Criminals, when they ask, what did you do? Why did you kill him? And that criminal said, I don't know. I never kill anybody. But at that moment, I couldn't control myself. I got a knife, and I had to stab that knife into his heart. I can't control it. Actually, he could be a very kind person. It's just on that juncture, he couldn't control it. Very dangerous. As a matter of fact, it's it's pity, it's pitiful, I mean, for, for a guy who's so good, who has received so much education, who has been so kind, and he's charged for murdering. Why? He's out of control. We always come into that kind of situations. On the other hand, meditation helps you, not just in peacefulness, it helps you in gearing your mind to do the right thing. If you always put your mind under control, whatever whatever the mind can conceive, the mind can do. The mind can close the deal in a righteous way. The mind can help you to be successful in your studies if you concentrate and focus more. The mind can help you to be more compassionate in your family. The mind can can help you how to educate your kids, how to get along with your husband, how to do so many things in a rightful way. That's just a general concept. The Buddhist teaching contains all the details how to be enlightened and get into the saintly path, how to get away from life and death, how to get away from sufferings, how to eliminate all the karmic sufferings that we have because of what we have done in our our previous lives. For whatever you have done in your previous life, you suffer now if those things you have done are bad. So don't blame society, don't blame your family, don't blame anybody you have. Why did your, for example, why did your husband desert you? Why did your wife uh, seek another affair and leave you alone? You have left her alone in your previous life. She's coming coming back to get even with you. How come your father treat you so bad, abused you? You abused him in your previous life. He's coming to get you. How come your son treat you so much with so much filial piety? How come your son loves you so much? Because your your son has come to repay you. How come your your, your daughter hates you? Your daughter comes to get it back from you. Everything has a cause, so many causes, this is a labyrinth of cause and effect. Only the wise, only the enlightened person sees through these things. And we are slowly seeing through all this. But first of all, get your mind under control. Get to the meditation. Putting your monkey under control, your monkey stay put, your mind don't go to go anywhere, then you, you get enlightened you see more clearly of yourself. You are just like a mirror cup of dirt. Now you eliminate all this dirt and you see a clear self. You're wise, you open your door of wisdom. You know what to do. You know what is right and what is wrong. You know how to lead the enlightenment path. So we have to put that monkey on the leash first. It still would go away. You put him on the leash, and then slowly you don't need the leash anymore. It's It's under control. We believe that at least eight, seven days, seven, eight days. And why? Why? Because the, the Alaya consciousness may not have left the body. Uh, according to the Sutra, especially according to Yogacara Sastra, if a person die, the Alaya consciousness is the last to leave the body. First the eyesight will go, the, the hearing would go, the nose, function of the nose would go. You lose all your senses uh, and your ally consciousness is the last to leave your body. If the ally consciousness leaves through the lower part of the body, the lower it is, the worse because you may get down to the three vicious rams, hell, animal ram or ghost ram. If the ally consciousness starts to go up, in other words, it, it, it leaves your body, the heat and, and the energy leaves your body through the top you go to the higher realm, or maybe the, the, the heavens realm, or maybe it becomes the arahats, or the buddha-land, a higher level, or the human's realm. Or the humans realm is, the humans realm is more, it's, it's, it's in the middle part. So, for the allied consciousness to completely disappear, it takes, for some people, it may take seven, eight days. Seven days, at least seven days. For some people, the ally consciousness leaves immediately, or down to hell, or go to heaven, or become humans. It may, For some, it may linger on. It may, it, may, it may linger for a while. How do we know? We don't know. We don't, we don't know. Which that's the reason why we have to wait. We can't say, hey, what is, what is your ally consciousness gone?" <laughs> He's not going to answer you. How do we know? <laughs> we don't know. How do we know? Only the, even the person who passed away does not know. His, his karma controlled him. We don't know. We, how do we know? We don't know. Maybe the saint will, will know. Now sometimes experienced monks, uh, people, like to test it out. Because when, you, when a body passes away, the heat's gone. And when the heat leaves the last, there, ha- there has to be a little bit of steam coming out. So they put cloth of water, a dam, a, a dam cloth, uh, maybe one at the, uh, at the sole of the feet, uh, one near the top, and they see where the steam goes, where the heat goes. And sometimes you touch the head of, of, of a passed away person, if he is still hot, that means then you know. If everywhere it is cold and, and, and the sole of the feet is hot, he's in trouble. He's gone, gone down to inferno. Or the kneecaps is hard, gone down to the animal rams. Or the stomach is hard, it's still hard, it's gone down to the ghost ram. So you try to, 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 to feel it. But make sure that you don't press it so hard that the person gets infuriated. He got painful, and then he may be so much full of hatred that it's gone down to the lower ram. So you have to be experienced to, to find it out. So the best is to... Not create any possibility of going down to 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 the lower realm. That's the reason why we should uplift our conduct. We shouldn't be we shouldn't be doing bad deeds because you do your bad deeds, they will lead to down to bad karma. You don't have to find out where. You judge by what that person has done. That person is completely compassionate. That person is like a Mother Teresa. That person is like, oh, someone is so, is a philanthropist. He always help out. You know where he's going. You don't don't really have to guess. You know. So wait till at least seven days. And then on the eighth day? On the eighth day, yeah. You can, it's good for cremation. Yes? Since the writings of the Buddha were... Passed down intact over the centuries. Can you explain briefly what caused the main separation in the Buddhist uh, world and the two divisions and, what, and when that actually occurred? There's actually, there's no separation. Um, it's just two rows leading to the same destination. Because the Buddhist teaching is so resourceful, so much in it. With, within the 49 years, the Buddha has talked so much about Imagine, a lecturer who's been talking for 49 years, him, all his record, all his, all his teaching must be in volumes and volumes of books. And when the later philosophers analyze the Buddha's teaching, they like to categorize it. Uh, it's just like in the ancient days, at university they just study philosophy and then later they split philosophy into psychology and they they split it into human psychology, child psychology they split it into biology they split it um, into different ways and the Buddhist teaching uh, uh, has has so many facets in it one teaching is to study how the mind works the other teaching is is, is to study how sound could relate to, to, to uh, mysticism. And the other teaching is how prostration and how behavior can, can help to improve somebody's conduct. I mean there are so many ways to, to go in the same way. So when Buddha passed away, they segregate in the, into different ways of looking at things. And of course there are, in a tree of apples, there are good apples and bad apples. The bad apples, those guys who want to, those people, philosophers who want to put in their own uh, 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 thinking into the Buddhist teaching, some put it, some uh, enhanced the, philo- the richness of it, and some changed it. So we have to, but basically the whole thing has been contained in it. Um, when Buddha passed away, according to record, the... The Theravada gather gatherings, assembly, to write, to record the Buddhist teaching. Uh, the Theravada school, they have a whole canon of, of that assembly. It passed from ages, it passed from centuries down. There are also the sastravadin people who organize it in a different way, in a different assembly. And they write out their own records. But it's all the Buddhist teaching. There are some differences, but we shouldn't look at the differences. They have a lot in common. The 90% of them are in common. Maybe about 10% differences. How do we know they are in common? Because some of these sutruses were brought to China, and they have their translations in there. And whatever remain, later they compare the two, and they find a lot of commonalities, a lot of p- a lot of ideas, and a lot of Philosophies, they are in common, so they compare by comparison. They know uh, that's the Buddhist teaching. So it does not matter whether they, they the splitting is just categorizing for the sake of, of learning it, uh, not because they they split into different opinion. No, that's that's not that's not the way. Yeah. 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 Um, so how, what is the percentage of that came directly from Buddha's te- from Buddha himself or, or some of, uh, some of it, he had written by his uh, When the Buddha was teaching he never recorded it d- down it was passed from mouth to mouth in the the ancient India they they didn't have the the uh, the habit of taking down notes and putting down in paper no uh, they have very, they have excellent memory, and usually they memorize. It's amazing the memory uh, techniques, the, the way, the, the, the power of memorization. They can memorize something and chant it out for a few hours. And those the 8,000 8, volumes were translated in, Ch- in China. Uh, most part of it were brought from India to, to China. In the, for example in the Tang Dynasty uh, some, some uh, 600 years, 500 years after the Buddhists uh, passed away, or 1,000 years passed away, there always have been monks bringing back, bringing sutras from India to, to China to set up translation academies to translate them into, into Chinese. Thousands of volumes. And, they, and even for one, one sutra, they could have a few translators. And they compare the two translators, they are, they are more or less the same. So most of it, 90% of it, were the Buddhist teaching. Maybe 95% were, were the Buddhist teaching. So, so did, did any of the um, follower that came after the Buddha sort of uh, put it in their own words? Did they explain they, it. And we call it the commentaries. For example, uh, uh, Nagarjuna. Uh, uh, Nagarjuna, Vasubandhu, uh, Asanga. Um, they were the philosophers born five, six hundred years after the Buddha. They expounded more on the Buddha's teaching. They didn't create more, but they explained what the Buddha was talking about. Many of them, Asanga, Vatsubandhu, Nagarjuna, uh, many, many of them, hundreds of, of these philosophers uh, were born five, six hundred years after the Buddha, and they, they, they make commentaries on them. So in, in, the, in the Buddhist uh, resourceful library, there's three baskets. Uh, the, the Vinaya contains all the precepts. The Sutra contains all the Buddhist teaching. And the Sastra or Karika, uh, that contains the, uh, the commentaries on the Buddhist teaching. Manif- manifestation contains duality. Yeah. Manifestation. Mm. So we move from mm. our ego to yeah. an unmanifested pathway. Mm-hmm. true? We have the alaya consciousness in us. And in that alaya consciousness, it, it's all the seeds are in there. Whatever we have done, they won't get gone, they, will, they won't disappear. It's all stored in the alaya consciousness in us, in everybody, that alaya consciousness. And they, it contains all the seeds in there, whatever you have done. So, for example, today you, uh, you have eaten a vegetarian lunch, and during the eating you say, I abstain from killing today. I didn't kill animals for food. I'm compassionate in this lunch. And this compassion, maybe I should carry on. Now, you may not notice it. This idea of compassion is stored in your consciousness because whatever thought, Comes up, storing in your consciousness. That, that becomes a seat in you, a good seat in you. On the other hand, if you're eating and, and say, Yeah, this, this is a vegetarian, but I hate it. I, I, I prefer a hamburger, a Kentucky fry. I mean, uh, oh, how can I stand this? What do you mean by killing? Oh, chicken should be eaten, right? So it's, just, it's a different seat in you. Well, animals should be slaughtered for food, survival, survival of the fittest. We are fit, we, sh- we can kill them for food. For what's wrong with it? On the other hand, you say, no, we don't want animals to suffer. They suffer as men do, as, as men suffer. So you, every thought gets into your life consciousness. It's become hidden in there. And when, when it's hidden in there, if the opportune cause has come up, it may, it may become a manifestation. In other words, if you if you have that cruelty concept in you, I can do whatever I want. And then when you when you um, when you come to uh, when you come to when you go to war, for example, you become a soldier. I don't care. I just want to kill for. I kill for fun. These guys, we should occupy the country, and I shoot all of them. I mean, that carries out into a slaughtering of a whole tribe. Uh, that happened in Vietnam, that happened in, oh, in many, many places of war. They wipe out the whole, the, 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 the whole village. Because they don't have any mercifulness in them. Because that seed of cruelty already in there. On the other hand, there's another soldier saying, no, look. All right, these are humans. We are on a war. I'm asked to fight this war because of a certain mission. I don't kill for the sake of killing. They should be saved. we got children in here. Their children the same as our children. Why should we kill them? I mean, this is a different approach, different seat. So, the manifestation depends on what you get stored in there. What do you want to store in your life consciousness? You want to store cruelty? You want to store egoistic feeling? You want to store greediness, violence, hatred, jealousy, depression? Do you want to store that? Or you want to store compassion, righteousness, repentance, Consideration, altruistic attitude, which one you want to store? You create your own hell. You create your own heaven. Which one you want to go to? Heaven is not far away, right inside of you. Heaven is always seeking the heaven's manifestation. Hell is always seeking the hell's manifestation. How do you manifest it? Sometimes for experienced people, we can see the manifestation on the face. For some people, if you practice meditation, you can see immediately that one is a cruel guy. That one is a compassionate, kind person. You can even judge by hate behavior. It manifests on the face sometimes. It manifests on action, it manifests on speech. Some people's egoistic feeling is manifested in many ways. If you really close to examine people's behavior. Uh, we, ha- we call that a behavioral science. Take for instance, if you go to, to, to a buffet, for example, they got maybe, I don't know how many items. It's in Asia, a buffet has more than 100 items. In North America, buffet is always, they don't have too many varieties. But if you go to Asia, I remember I was in Japan many years ago, on a breakfast, they have uh, more than 100 items just on a breakfast. Uh, when I go to BC Interior, uh, uh, the breakfast, what do they have? They have uh, uh, oatmeals, bread, a few oranges and apples, and that's it. In Asia, if you sit very closely and see how people behave when they're eating a buffet, you know, they take a big plate, they grab everything in there, lobsters, oysters, I already pay for it. I can do whatever, I can eat what I want. So they got a whole dish, they eat up the first dish, they go for another dish, they they fill it up again, I can't finish, no, just throw it away. They just waste the food. And they they, they struggle, I don't know, in Asia, they may not line up for the food. In North America, they, they train to do it like that. They have to line up peacefully, they line up. But in Asia, there's so many people in there. If you line up, you don't get the right oysters, the lobsters will be gone. They only put about 100 lobsters in there, we have 300 people, 400 people, and if you don't struggle to get to the top, to the first line, you lose out the best. So you always struggle for the best. I mean, whatever is inside gets manifested outside.